Warning, if you're faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. Okay, here we are. This is the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci. I'm here with Veronica Brill. We probably won't be doing a funny opening because it has been one of those days. This is going to be a follow-up to the three-hour podcast that we made in regards to the Garrett and Robbie hand. Um, Valerie here asked me if she thought it would be uh, something I would do to answer some of the questions. We have uh, a pretty big response to the show we put out on, uh, what? well, shit, today, Sunday, right? We put that out today? Yeah, yeah. we recorded it and yesterday. And so we're answering the questions now today. We got over 400 questions already, and we just put the video out. And uh, thousands of views. So it's a, definitely a topic that, that people are interested in. It's the uh, biggest poker news out there right now, or maybe of all time, I don't know. Uh, but I, I did agree to come on here and do that. <clears throat> One thing I want to say real quick, too, is... On the on the on that show that I put out, uh, you know, Veronica here, one of her first questions to me was about uh, Joey Ingram, and that was not planned. It was not planned to be the first thing we talked about. Um, I know Joey mentioned it was the first thing we talked about for like 10 or 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was. And um, I know Joey has been working around the clock. He's like, I am exhausted. He might even be more exhausted than me because he has been committed to this situation and um i understand he is not totally happy with me about my take on the beans interview um where he was you know not allowed to be asked questions and then i maybe made reference to the situation where i had asked him to come out and check everything out and we kind of had a little thing on his show and you know i was just being honest about those thoughts um so i just want to go out and say look i said what i said uh, but Joey's a friend of mine. We're not the closest of friends, but we are friends. And that friendship was going in a, in a good, positive direction. So, Joey, I know you're not thrilled with that. I just wanted to say to you that I um, the last thing I wanted to do is upset you, hurt your feelings, or put you on your heels. Because um, that's really not my intention. Like I said in the show, one of the main things that I wanna wanted to say is that I have no beef. Um, I have no beef with you, and um, hopefully, when we both have our wits about us and we get some rest, uh, we can have another talk and make sure we're good. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. I understand what you're doing, why you're doing it. Uh, I don't want to get in the way of that, and um, I just wanted to say that. So I don't think I said anything that wasn't accurate. And I did say what I said, and I stand behind it. But if it hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. Or if it upset you, I am sorry. So let's go. So uh, <clears throat> we didn't know if we were going to do this podcast. Right. And I said, let's address some of the questions. By the way, I love Joey. And I'm allowed to feel the way I've, I feel about going on a show. And I love him regardless of like any potential criticism I may have had. Yeah. So um, I think, I think uh, Joey's going to be fine. And uh, so are we. So uh, Nathan Joyce left a comment saying having employees who are around hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars and to not have done background checks to on those employees seems a bit neglectful. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but how does a former law enforcement worker not think about 
that right. when bringing on individuals as employees around amounts of money these employees will likely never see in their lives. That's a great point. And I think I addressed partially something to do with this on our last show that we put out today. Um, I think I made the comment that I messed up. I probably should have done that. This all happened fast. Uh, you know, we brought some people in when we first started and we just started. And, you know, Ryan brought Brian to me and he said he's an intern. He's going to hire him. Uh, I'm doing a million things. I'm like, sure, great. He plugged him in. Um, I don't ever back away from a situation if I think I handled something improperly and I did. And considering that I had businesses that I had so many employees and I didn't do background checks on the hundreds of employees I had over the years, I probably should have been more thoughtful about what exactly was going to be at stake here. And, um, you know, I will say there could be somebody that comes into your into your business in into the mix that doesn't have anything in their background. And you know, that's also capable of doing something like this because of what's at stake. And so, but that doesn't mean somebody that doesn't have a history isn't more capable. I mean, there could be patterns. So uh, I don't have an excuse for it. I don't, you yeah. um, By the way, Double M brought us, brought you, uh, is it Brandy? Scotch. Double, scotch. Single malt scotch. Double, double M, I'm sorry, it's Gosh. scotch. You can tell my sophistication with this. I'm just mostly, if I do drink, it's going to be wine and tequila. But right. this is quite nice. It's thank very you, nice. Very thank smooth. you, Double M. Cheers. Smooth. Nazdravia. Yeah, great vodka. No, no yeah. I actually can't do vodka. Producer's like, well, you're Polish. Why not vodka? I can't. Vodka just brings up my blood pressure because I'm old lady. I can't handle vodka. I get it. All right. So, so. I, so we have over 400 comments and I want to try to get to the unique ones. We already have like 8,000. How many views did you say? And it's been out for a few hours. Well, now you want me to get out of the comments? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, 9.7 thousand wow. views. People are interested, huh? Um, and I, I want to not just read like the negative ones for you. To, sure. I don't want to just drill you, but like uh, Valance Poker says, thanks for the show and your honesty, your updates and entertaining my evenings for the past year during the dark times of the evening for me. So appreciate that yeah. positive feedback. Thank you. Um, I appreciate people understanding like uh, both of our perspectives and I'm not here to Barbara Walters you. You know, yeah. I'm your friend. I know, and I, it's I can't say that I'm not biased because I am because I I get I've gotten to know you and I'm your friend. I don't want to sit here and like drill you. I do a podcast with you. That's my face. Yeah, that is your face. It's your hair, your face. But <clears throat> well, it's okay because you know you're you're asking questions and and I I committed to you and everyone else that I would answer them if they don't interfere with the investigation. But I but I have my own beliefs on <clears throat> the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, and beliefs. I told well, you I, to share them. Yeah, and yep. I've been sharing them. Um, so GK Private says, the fact that Vertucci plays in his own game as well as do some of his coworkers and co-owners by itself, literally <laughs> criminal no credibility. Uh, credibility, credibility, I think he meant to say. We talked about this with Double M. Yeah. And we talked about people running private games, playing in their own private games. All my friends who run private games play in their own private games. Yeah. And um, I also know many casinos where people who play as poker or work as poker dealers are playing in the casino in the poker games when they're off shift. You know, like, do you want to address that? Sure. It'll be a little bit redundant, but I, I do want to I do want to address it. And I'm just going to be as candid as I can about it, whether people like it or not. Um, 
First thing is, yes, people do play in their own home games, and there are always risk of everything, even in your own home game or stream. Things can happen, probably sometimes even more so in home games, but the the promoters that start games play in them. That's the whole purpose of it. Um, I understand why people feel that way, but I was very clear when I first started this show with Ryan that one of the goals was is to create the, the greatest, you know, cash game streaming show ever but one of the other goals for me was to create an environment to play and it's funny because if I was still the player I was back when I was playing at the bike uh, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation because you know I was probably not winning and now I'm winning which is the problem if I was playing right now for the last year of my own show and losing we wouldn't even be having this conversation and that makes sense um you know the only thing I can say is like I said on the double m show is uh you know, for the last year and a half, <clears throat> I've taken the game a lot more serious. I've shut my businesses down and I went into the lab and I and I literally, besides now with this controversy, I uh, study every day. I have sessions every day. It's like my passion. I love it. I love poker. I don't want to start a poker show not to play. I want to play. Uh, I look forward to playing. Um, kind of retired, so it's like something I, I do for enjoyment and socialization and socializing with all my buddies and stuff. So um, I put hundreds of thousands of dollars into this production <clears throat> and to start this show and a lot of time and sweat equity and um, I just feel like I can play my own show and I and I do plan on continuing to play. I don't plan on letting... Look, I, I, I am winning on the show because I put the time in to play and I take it very serious and I find it very fun to try hard. And, um, and I'm not a drinker. I don't go there just to drink and dust off, you know, 10, 20K. I go there to compete. I enjoy it. I love the players. If they win, great. If I win, great. And... Um, I don't think I would continue on and not play my show. And so I guess if that is going to be a conflict for someone, then I guess they're going to have to deal with it. And the quality of my life would go down significantly. It has nothing to do with the monetary part of it. I could I told you I played for uh, Tuesday of last week, and uh, it, I actually was afraid to win. Thank God I lost like a small amount, like 3200 or something. But I... Uh, it was on my mind. So I know it's something that I have to deal with, but you know, when this blows over, um, hopefully everything will be fine. I'm still going to probably have to deal with that pushback and so much other pushback. I mean, I've had pushback even before this happened, just on so many things. And that's just the way the troll world is and the poker world is, but I'm going to live my life. I'm not going to live somebody else's life. And I'm going to make decisions based on, um, what is good for the show, what is good for me, what is good for my family, what is good for my friends and family like yourself. And I'm just going to do what I think is right. And if I do everything ethically and I have nothing to hide, I'm not going to change anything. Just to let you know, once this starts kicking in, I might start choosing the spicier questions. Just, yeah. <laughs> I know, we've had like, this experience before yes, on our podcast have, where you drank and yeah. we had to get rid of the show. Oh, oh we, I had like literally <clears throat> one shot. Come no, on. An, but was, I get, I get I'm a lightweight. I'm a lightweight. Yeah. Uh, Prezel said, I thought Nitucci, Nitucci yeah. was very open and honest. Appreciate you doing this, man. Any rational person hears <clears throat> your honesty. I appreciate uh, that. Double M. I don't know if this is the double M. Great podcast, guys. Obviously understand why Nick couldn't go too deep into his own opinions, but it's good that you aren't shying away from it either. Right. I will not shy away from questions that I can answer. I will not shy away from the truth. I might shy away from a fact in the middle of an investigation to not hurt it, but that will be it. 
Uh, a lot of like people really like you. Uh, Denzel Morris said some really nice things. Uh, I don't want to like re- I don't want to get to your head and make your head not be able to leave the room because well, your ego I don't think explodes. you could do that right now because I'm pretty low. <laughs> so it, I, I don't think my head's going to be big for a while. But uh, but whoever that is, whatever you said, thank you. Uh, so Jack said, as far as keeping the stream going after the incident, you handled that perfectly. I became a massive fan of HCL when during the the whatever incident i don't i don't want to like that's not the term not a politically correct term to call people been tilting at bunny blah blah blah. you kept the stream going and the camera mics on just said fuck it this is the show in my opinion this is the biggest thing to happen in poker since the money maker stuff and when everyone realizes robbie didn't cheat you'll be recognized for fostering this moment don't feel bad about anything to do with this i that's like so conspiracy theorist yeah um, you know, it's funny because that's how he feels. And at the same time, there's a lot of people that are right now online saying we should have shut the show down. And, you know, you know my feelings on that and why we didn't. But uh, that's what that's the crazy thing about the world. It's so many people feel one way and the next feel another about a subject. And it's so crazy how there could be such a 180 between views. But that's what makes the world go round, I guess. This is kind of pertaining to, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but this is kind of pertaining to what you just said. And... You don't have to give us a half an hour answer. <laughs> Sorry. Going th- so David Opie says going a uh, question going forward. Will Nick continue to play on the live stream? While I personally believe Nick is extremely honest, if he plays, how can he prove that he's not getting any inside information since he has such a high level of access to production? Well, I guess it's the same way. How can you prove that you don't pick another person to go do that so it's not you and you do the same thing through somebody else? Just like people imply this could be happening now, which is maybe a little ridiculous since like I think if somebody's involved in this and there is cheating like how stupid were you to do it here on this show at this time in that hand against that person with that hand in that spot so that's what's crazy to me if this is if there's guilt here then it's really stupid um people that did it um but like how can you prove anything how can you prove that the other person that plays and another person isn't being used to do that? How can you prove this person? Like, it can go on and on and on. I mean, all I could just tell you is, I don't know. I mean, we're going to, you know, even in this investigation, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, some, I offered third parties. If third party wants to give me a polygraph, give it to me. If third party wants to bring an investigator and, and question me, do it. Um, I have nothing to hide. And so because I have nothing to hide and because I've put my heart and soul into something, I'm going to lean into it and keep doing the show. And I'm going to keep playing if I feel that I feel like doing it. And that's just the way it's going to be. I, I don't I don't know how to answer that question, how to make anyone feel warm and fuzzy. Can I <clears throat> insert a joke or no? Yeah, joke it. Can we hire a third party to do a full rectal cavity search of you? No, I want you to do it. <laughs> No. Well, then shut up. Uh, Charlie says, I'm looking forward to Nick, uh, future Nick rants, as this must really test some of what you've started talking about there. Mm-hmm. Great work, Veronica. Um, uh, regardless of the... Uh, so, Avsin Sandyman says, regardless of the uncertainty of the outcome of the investigation, it is reassuring to know that stricter protocols to ensure game integrity will be implemented going forward. As poker players, we should be better equipped than most to cope with uncertainty. Game integrity is of the utmost importance. Couldn't agree with that person more. Thank you for that. And I will say that I agree. Um, 
I will also be candid and say I wish I did a few things that I, weren't already implemented and I wish I had. I did feel like we were we were at the top of our game as far as things we had in place and, you know, no phones, no this, no that, and everything else and how we did things upstairs and everything. But, you know, when you go into something like this, you start to really realize your, your, your weak spots. And now I'm, you know, kind of disappointed in myself because... <clears throat> there's some things that I wish were in place. Will they be in place going forward? Man, absolutely. I hope it's still fun to play. There'll be so many things in place, but I think it will be. And, um, we will be better and stronger for this. Um, you know, uh, that's just all I could say. I mean, I agree with the premise. Uh, Daniel Moore says new to the show. Nick, love your stream. Yeah. Uh, let me see if he says, dance from England. I just want to say this too. For, for, for those of you, listen, for even those of you that are out there now that feel how you feel, even if it's in a negative way towards me, towards the show, like you're, you have every right to have those feelings and opinions. Can't take them away from you. That's what makes this world go round is everyone's different. Um, hopefully that through this you will see, if you don't, you don't, that you will see our commitment to having the best show and the safest show and to pursue a truth, whatever that be. And also for those of you who are supporting us, just in the theory of appreciating our show and appreciating the fact that we are being as transparent, I wanna thank you for your support because let me tell you, every time I get a positive message or somebody that says something like that, it does help me because I will tell you my battery and my tank are hitting low and being drained like pretty quick on the regular because when you're being filled with a ton of pressure and a ton of negative and you know a ton of accusation it really does wear on someone I mean you know is is whether doesn't matter how strong or weak you are like there's a certain amount of bandwidth that I think each person can have and mine's being challenged right now so I guess my whole point is to say you know even for those of you who don't support me, like thank you for being interested, and hopefully that you can turn that around when you see the results of this, whatever they are, or that our effort. But those of you who are supporting us, thank you, because it means a lot. Um, James Tan said, California law does not allow lie detector tests to be admit, admitted in court, um, but you've, you've told me in the past that yeah you think tell sorry i don't want to put words in your mouth when i'm asking you questions like what do you think about lie detectors i'm trying to be like totally i get it no i totally get it well here's what i think i understand this redundant but i i i do understand that they're not admissible like i know that i i know they're not and i'm not saying that a lie detector a polygraph test is like the say all in somebody's innocence or guilt of course not there's a million different layers of an un, of an investigation onion like there's a lot of layers that need to be peeled and added and etc this is just one thing and i and and all these are going to be offered through our legal department. So if it's an employee, it's going to be done properly. It's going to be done, of course, with paperwork and their consent. It's going to be, uh, they're going to have to agree to it. No one's going to be forced to do anything. The same thing with the outside people that are going to be offered to take it. Um, like I said, myself, if somebody independently wants to hire someone to do that, then do that so you don't think it's a conflict. Um, but the good, but the parts that, like I would just say about them is, like, if you offer somebody a polygraph test and they don't want to take it, that's just one small marker. It doesn't mean they're guilty. It doesn't mean they're guilty, but it is interesting to, to note. And sometimes during polygraphs, 
they do work in the sense that they do show reactions when there's an untruth for someone that's not prepared to take one or understands how to take one or trained. So that's another marker. It doesn't mean you can say just because whatever, the person's guilty. So there's these markers along. And then sometimes during these tests, information comes out. People break or they say something that's uh, you didn't know. Um, they have their purpose, but they are not a say-all. They are not a, what we are hanging our hat on as far as innocent or guilt. That's it. So Arthur uh, <clears throat> Print, Parent, says, Nick Fortucci says the cameramen are told to follow the players after a bad beat to see their emotions. When Garrett and Robbie are outside the stream, the cameras don't go to them. When Rip goes out there, they don't follow him. Nick should explain this, why they didn't follow these players during the confrontation. I like Nick. I think he is straight a straight shooter and watch his shows. Okay. Um, gosh, the best way I can answer that is, First of all, I don't know who made or didn't make a decision to follow the players. So how I would answer that is I think it's a two things, three things. First thing is I don't know why any decision was made not to go to a camera shot outside on somebody because I wasn't there. It took me an, at least an hour and a half or two hours to get there after the incident, something like that. Maybe it could have been a little less, a little more. So I don't know who made that decision. Secondly where Robbie and uh, Ryan and Garrett talked was not in camera shot. It was all the way down the casino and around a, around like a corner where the camera could have never followed them that far, nor running a poker game would we have spent that much time putting a camera like way down at the end of the casino, which you couldn't have saw it anyway. So there wasn't even the potential of that. Now, if they mean like a quick shot of somebody walking out of the room yelling, whatever, I don't know. I think that the fair thing is, is that this was a different situation. The we maybe production decided to focus just on poker because this wasn't just funny watching, you know, Jeremy walk out, you know, to the bathroom because he's on super monkey tilt. We, you know, did that to him a couple times. Uh, so I don't know. I've never discussed that with anyone. I wasn't there. Uh, I wasn't up in production when it happened. I don't know why the decision was made. And the main conversations didn't happen on camera shot. So it, it, I, I think it's the points. Although I understand the point, I appreciate the question. I don't think it was something that's even possible. Uh, this is an interesting question. And this is like something that's been floating around the internet, the sure. interweb, yeah. AOL.com. Mm -hmm. um, and... You know, I think people will be happy if you answer this. GK Private says, almost nobody mentions that the two cards were switched out just prior to the hand in question. Look at the video. Dealer puts some cards to her left. Ivy is, Ivy string at her as she does it twice. Ivy is string at her as she does it twice. As far as deck control or, or deck changes, the regulated casinos, when they change cards at the table, not poker, bring out decks in sealed packages, multiple signatures, such as the pie gow table. Um, this person doesn't uh, have grammatical... Uh, Oh, we're weeding. You're weeding through it pretty Basically, good. Basically, um, they want to know if like Hustler has controls. Like, what if a card gets switched out? What do you? How do you guys calibrate the cards being switched out? Yeah, I understand the question. This is totally different than 
his experience. This is a live stream that has cards with RFIDs in them. There's uh, anywhere from one to three decks, I think, that are registered. Uh, excuse me, that are registered before the game. Uh, I know production or Ryan or someone comes down with the decks that register them that day <clears throat> to play. Like there's new registrations done each time, and sometimes because. RFIDs, whether it's the reader or usually the cards that sometimes go bad or they they have a tough time reading. If we see like the three of clubs is having a, is struggling to be uh, to pick be picked up on the reader, um, then production will come down with another three of clubs to replace that card. Sometimes we do it right in the middle of a hand because it's just not reading right, and we bring another registered card that's registered for that particular day down to replace it so the cards can all be read properly. It's just the nature of the game when you have a stream game and you have an RFID system, and it's a card stops reading, we bring a new card. We don't we, we don't allow like it's not like in the, the superstitious world of poker where someone goes, I want a deck change and you bring down. And, and by the way, they don't always bring down new decks and wrappers. They bring down new fresh decks that are in order that have been like some. This isn't even relevant, but not every time is in a other casino and a non stream game is a deck brought and unwrapped. They can just be decks that are in the back that, you know, don't that aren't wrapped and they superstitiously people ask for deck changes because they're running bad we don't do deck changes because these are a couple hundred dollars a deck they're registered before the show there might be one or two decks when you say registered i think like i don't mean to talk for you but calibrated you have to calibrate the rfid calibrated they're put down and calibrated in it's not like a fucking deck that you just bring to the unwrap a deck and play these are like cards that are calibrated registered before a game that are have to be read from a reader and so we don't just go like player nine and seat nine says oh i need a deck change i'm running bad we bring down a new deck that does not happen uh so mark the shark asks anyone know what shades nick is wearing (laughs) <laughs> People ask me that a lot. That's crazy. Dita. D-I-T-T-A, maybe? Dita? Or D-I-D? I know people are going to think that I'm simping for him, but like those are literally prescription bifocals no, for okay. a 90-year-old well, man. You're just trying to troll the old guy, but... They're so D- thick, and he's so blind. D-I-T-A. Dita. And they are very nice sunglasses. What I From did... From 1970. My asshole... These things are up to date, and what I did was I took these really cool shades and I made them prescriptions so I could see. And the reason I wear them, because everyone likes to troll me, is that when I play on the stream, it's extremely bright, and right now, if you were to turn a camera on this, we have two big, massive cameras, and they're really bright, and I'm very sensitive, so I wear them. Um, Atonement, atonement says uh or asks i heard there was someone who resigned following the investigation is that legit not their reason why they resigned just if it happened no i'm not gonna it i don't want to ask you questions about what dgaff did in what spot because i think it would be good for him to answer those questions i have no idea what those answers are in spots so um, they want time stamping. Literally, the video is three <laughs> hours long. I was waiting for it last night. Mm. 
I went to bed early because I took some of your Nittucci chocolate. How did how they do? By the way, I'm all out. So next time I come, I need some more Nittucci chocolate. Dude, like. And then I asked, I did an AMA on Twitter, and then I fell asleep during the AMA because. What's an AMA? Ask me anything. Oh. Didn't you see my tweet? I just oh. took a Nittucci chocolate. Oh, I did Sleepy see it. time chocolate. And then you fell asleep on your AMA. AMA. I answered like half the questions and then I fell asleep. And then I woke up and there were like 70. <laughs> <laughs> they work. It. I mean, I can't fall asleep without my... Well, when I'm here, it's Nittucci chocolates because I won't fly with my edibles. Do and they, then, they work as good or equivalent? They're honestly... Mine are way better. No shit. I would bring you some, but I'm paranoid about flying with them because federally it's still not legal. Mm. But I, it's like, it's saved my life. I hate saying that. It's so true. I was sleeping two hours a night. Can you send me what they are so I could try one? Yeah, I'll send you a screenshot of them. Cool. Um, I would. So next time I drive, I'll buy a whole pile of my stuff and I'll bring you some, and you can just take whatever you want. But like the but girl, but they're not who, more harsh where I get high. I don't want to be high. Um, I just want to be tired. So yours are missing like a little bit. Yeah, maybe I'm getting a little high. Maybe like I go to missing, Mars. Though? Mine are mine take me to Mars. But do they give you that feeling of like? Because I don't like being high. I like being tired. Yeah, I get a little high. Nah, I don't want. I but mean, like, bring them anyways. It's I'll very try half. mild. It's a very mild high. Like you and I could have a fun conversation. <laughs> it needs to be mild because I'm not like I don't. I'm not a drug guy. And anytime I've ever went off that reservation of trying something it's never positive for me i don't i don't like feeling paranoid i don't like feeling like where i can't control or where going to a like i hear place. like a humming sound and my, my mouth is so dry that i can't swallow <laughs> do you want to hear so last night this is actually funny okay that so you gave me your nittucci chocolates yeah which are a thing which are like hashtag Nittucci chocolates. I should make my but, own brand and sell them now that they're popular. So I looked at like your dosage mm. and they're double my dosage. They are. Yeah, they are. So last night I was like, fuck it, YOLO. I took the whole thing. Oh yeah. And then I started feeling it. And then I did the tweet, AMA. Okay, so and then I was like, no, let me finish. Remember your story about you called your niece and you were like, I'm gonna die, call yeah, 911. Yeah, oh, it was real. Last night I was like, what if I get to a place where I have to call Nick and say, look, I don't want to call an ambulance, but I'm going to die. If you ever and you called have to talk me, me off the ledge. and you are paralyzed in bed, like you're paralyzed and you can't move, I would draw a big cock on your forehead and take pictures and put it right on Twitter. Like you would, don't ever call me. I'm the worst call you could ever make. I, I, I'm just telling you. Who else could get in here though? Well, that's you're why it'll be me. You're the only person I could call. Oh, I, please Please put yourself in that position. I was so, I was like, oh fuck, I might be edging the danger zone. Oh, I, I wish. I was close to edging the, I would I've speed been, here for you, but not I, to help you. So I went to the beach like during the last long weekend with a friend of mine and we took edibles and I, I thought, like I normally take half and I just usually just do like very light amount. It's legal in California, people. But I was like, fuck it, YOLO. I'm at the beach. It's going to be a beautiful day. I got I got so, like, I'm like, I think I need to go to the hospital. And my friend's like, you're fine. I'm like, no, I'm like, See I'm going mean? to die. It's no good. It's it's too much when it's like that. Uh, well, what did you, not exactly, but you just took way more than you should have? It was, so, you know, Harsher, you know, edibles are like inconsistent, right? Sometimes you take half, you feel nothing. You take a whole... Yeah, and it's like 10 times like worse shit. or you take a whole one you feel nothing Mine are you take really half consistent. and it's 
Yeah. And, uh, mine are really, that's why I like them because I never put myself in the, I will say the very first time I took one, I wasn't prepared to get up in the middle of the night to take a leak. And I remember I told you and I walked straight into the wall and I went, holy shit. And then I walked straight into the wall and then I went, okay, I'm Dude, gonna- Dude, I walk into the wall every night. And then I'm in a jam, right? <laughs> but so my question to you is, why if mine are higher doses, were you higher on yours? Oh, because you don't have the full like gamut of- Shit of in there? Shit in there. I don't want that. Yes, yeah, CBD, THC, no, all of that. I, I don't. I don't want to. I be have high. a gamut, dude. I'm I looking to a, sleep. I'm not looking to like go. I low. have the hippie prescription mm. for sleep, and if I don't use it, I can't sleep, and my life is miserable. I'm it saying, saved my life. I think I told you. I told you, you yeah. this too. These chocolates saved my life. I can't sleep with shit without them. Okay, you ready for a real one? What's a real one? No, I mean, <laughs> I'm just were these all fake? <laughs> no, no, like. A real G, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the shit's kicking in. Yeah, no more okay. for you. So Don Jones says, also you played on the bike for years and lost all the time. Yeah. Now at Hustler, you're like second or third biggest winner, okay. Uh, or was it the coaching from Garrett that has improved your game so much? <laughs> I mean, you can only get Garrett your ass handed let, to you by Garrett. Tell, let me just tell you this. Garrett wouldn't give you a hint to help you if your life depended on it. Although he's a great guy, he just is a poker killer. So, okay. So I've answered this a million times, but I feel compelled to answer this guy because he asked the question. So when I first started playing at the bike, I had not put in any work in poker. I was total wrecking it up. I was playing once a day a week, usually sometimes two. And I just was out there lighting money on fire while I was running businesses. And you know, I was having fun, but, and, and to be honest with you, I didn't know how bad I was. I, and nobody ever really does. People even now still think they run bad and they've lost for you know 10 years consecutive and they think they're running bad. Um, the difference is, is very, very easy, is like I said, when um, I got to the point to where I wanted, to, during COVID and I shut down uh, a very big business and I decided I didn't wanna do those type of things anymore and that I was gonna start a show, I said to myself, let's get serious about this. You're gonna let, you know, I wanted to play at a high level. I like am competitive, I wanna learn. So I have worked with someone that I believe is like a top pro that has been in the trenches and I probably put, and this is still embarrassing because as much work as I put into it, I still suck. And so I, I, I should even be better, I think, but I'm not. And, and I, uh, I work hard at it. I study, I work, all my mistakes I try to plug. Um, I come in and you know I work at this part of my game, that part, the mental part, the variance part, the fundamentals, the math. And you know, that's why it's very simple it's like anything else if you practice something and you study you get better and this is what I do I don't want to say for a living because I'm okay financially but this is what I do I play poker now so am I a poker wreck that has a show or am I a poker pro that has a show I don't even know because that pro thing is so dumb like what makes a pro I know pros that play for a living that don't win you're so, a poker nit who has a show yeah I'm a poker nit so has a show and but I put a lot of work in and I try really hard uh, Monkey Magic says, now an hour in, this is so staged. Veronica, what are you doing to yourself, LOL? Wow. I mean, like, look. It's crazy, man. I'm not Barbara Walters. Nick Barbara. is my- Barbara. Mm. I'm Babs. My middle name is actually Barbara. Nice. So maybe I should Walters you. Veronica Barbara Barbara. Brill? Veronica Barbara. I mean, what did I call you? Ver oh, Veronica. 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 Barbara, okay. Barbara. I nice. Yeah, um, look, 
it's not staged. I mean, you can you can take it for what it is. Staged? I don't. I like. I uh, I honestly, I honestly don't care. And I've talked to you about this. Like, I think this is all a part of the process of trying to uncover the truth. And everybody jumps to every conclusion. And like, I'm on I'm on this podcast. I, you know, it to say that I don't have a bias in any way is a lie. Like, you're my friend. I genuinely believe you am i like a hundred percent convinced either way no i'm not and like i don't know i don't know what you want from me that's what i have this is my style of doing shit well if you don't like my style i mean they might not believe you because they're gonna think it's staged but did you or i write down even one question of what you were gonna ask me on that four three hour uh, stream the answer is No. no No, you said to me, can I ask you anything? And I said to you, yes, but if it interferes with the investigation, I'm going to let you know and not answer it, but I'm going to answer everything else I can. Well, I said, I don't care how you answer it. You have to allow me to ask you anything I want. want, And and you you cannot expect me to not say what I believe to be true. And I said, you say whatever you want. You believe what you believe. And I'm not going to suppress that. And you can ask me whatever you want. Uh, Rachel Waystone said, I'm confused as to why this part of the night was being scrutinized so early. Brian stole the chips after the stream was done. I'm not sure what kind of question. I don't know what to say about that. Um, I don't know what that means. uh, So, AG, why didn't Veronica ask where Brian was during the hand? Why didn't she ask the elephant? Why didn't she ask the elephant? I, I'm assuming the you're the elephant in the room. No, no the no, elephant no. in the room. He's talking about how fat you are. No, <laughs> I know he meant the elephant in the room. That was that was What's in the wrong room. With you. <laughs> Why he owns the show and plays in the game. So first of all, like what? So we all friggin' know Brian was working that night. Yeah. Because he came down and stole the chips. He was up in production. Sorry, took the chips. I don't know if he stole them. No, like, he stole taken them, and but, stolen. But right, we don't know yet if it was people have opinions of why he took them but as of right now they are stolen until something is proven otherwise uh jay andrews hates our intro the intro from hell get on with it suck me next question your mother your mother's ass um it's all uh Cluckalistic said it's obvious that Nick and Ryan weren't directly involved in any players' cheatings. They definitely made a lot of mistakes in regards to running the live stream. Mistakes are common with starting a new business. It's going to come out um, that a lot of these poker players on stream are mad shady. Um, something definitely stinks here. If that Brian guy was shady enough to steal chips, he would definitely help players cheat in the game. I would say shady stuff on stream has been going on for one to two months in some capacity. What do you think about that? It's his opinion. Uh, Andy got stacked. I don't think this is Andy Stacks. <laughs> it's not. Uh, Eric Pearson keeps saying he, um, she is innocent, uh, an innocent victim and wanting to do his own polygraph is worrisome. He says passing the test will mean everyone needs to shut the fuck up. He was a part of that game that, uh, that was protecting Robbie during the infamous hand. He is surely not an unbiased third party. I brought this up. I said that we should have a, like an, a third party do a lie detector, not Eric's yeah. company. I mean, let's put it this way. Even if Eric still wants to do that with her, he can do it. I can't control what Eric does or what she does. I'm going to offer her to take one. That's it. And Do you know if she's uh, accepted yet? His or mine? 
if Robbie has accepted a lie detector test, may, well, yours, she has said publicly she'll take it, but not to me. You haven't had contact with her since not then? yet because the part of the process is is I have to go in a method. First of all, I think right now she's on vacation. Some I didn't. She, one of her tweets say she's taking some days off to get some rest or something. But um, you know this thing, this stuff takes time. I mean, you 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 have to. You, yeah, I'm gathering the information to offer everyone to take this this that's what people un, like think i i know they may think that the time's dragging but if they understood how long it takes to hire companies get the teams in place get contract signs get agreement signs set things up make sure legal's in order like this you know i'm doing this at lightning speed and you know people i maybe some of them believe that like this should already be wrapped up and that's just not like plausible um, Nathan uh, Chulos, I'm sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong. C H O U L E S. Nick and Doug had that moment. Did we just become best friends? I feel like Doug is a good guy in general, although I'm not a big fan of his clickbait type videos. And Nick is a solid dude. I feel he shoots straight, and I like that in a person. Okay. See, I didn't want to just give you shit comments. Okay, is that a question or is it just a comment? Just a comment. Okay. And thank you for that. Uh, they tell me I'm in La La Land. Okay. Um, uh, HMPH said, aren't the chips property of the casino? How can they not press charges for stealing on premises? They're actually a property of the player who bought them. Casino would love nothing more for somebody to take three chocolate chips and go home and never come back with them. You know, uh, you know why, right? No. Okay, so think it out. So let's say somebody takes three chocolate chips and they never and they buy them with fifteen thousand dollars, and they take those chips and they go home or they throw them off a pier into the water. Guess what the casino gets? Fifteen k profit. Mm -hmm. So when somebody buys those chips, they are the property of that person because they paid for them. So the victim in this was who owns the chips, which was Robbie Lou. Because originally, you know, the casino was like, uh, you have to prosecute. This is, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, no, done. Like, uh, if some, if somebody stole chips, <laughs> I don't care who they work for, me especially. Like, okay, like, you know, I'll just tell you, like, I, I, it's not personal with me that I want to just prosecute. If somebody will commit a felony and take somebody else's chips and they work for me and I am the victim, you will be prosecuted. I will not let you off the hook because you are fucking with my future. You're fucking with my business. You're fucking with my reputation because my reputation is in is in question because of this shit. So for me, I will prosecute you. So that's just the way it's going to be. But when the police got there and I'm I'm really kind of like feel stupid, I missed it. When the detective got there, or we finally got to the bottom, and he goes, well, like, whose chips are they? And I'm like, well, they're hers. And he goes, well, she's the victim. And I'm like, fuck, she is the victim. Because I was figuring I was the victim because he worked for me, and I, and, and I know this because of my background, but it happened so fast, I'm like, holy shit. And so I couldn't prosecute. So that's when I picked up the phone and I called Robbie, and she picked up. And I'm like, hey, 
this is real time happening right now. And she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, like you're the victim. And then, you know, you already know her story. The detective told her that it was a miscue and you know, all this shit. And, and now we come to find out when she realized he did have a background in this and she maybe is aware that, you know, there's no proof of this, but there's, there's definitely an investigation on this happening more. And when she realized that, um, she, uh, she now changed her mind. So were you there when the detective was talking to her? Mm -hmm. Did he talk about uh, Nick's or uh, Brian's background? Yeah, what happened was this. This is why this is on me in kind of a sense, but it's kind of on the detective too. I had received backgrounds a couple days before there where I got them sent to me on email that, that I requested. And I was focused on, it was, it was 11 o'clock at night and this is just the truth. It was 11 o'clock at night. I looked through them. I perused through them. I missed, I didn't look through them thoroughly. What I did was I texted my investigator who I work with and I said, Hey, um, like I'm kind of beat. I, th I see a few things in here. I saw things there for Robbie, for other people, for whatever. And I'm like, let's just print these out. You know how I'm a printout guy. I go, let's, cause there's like pages and there's like names where if a name spelled just with a different initial, it could look like a name and like, so my point is, is like, I wasn't prepared. I was so exhausted that night from this and I hadn't slept. And I had said, let's get together in the next couple of days and look at these and like really lay them out and do a plan for our investigation. Then this theme came out like right after that, where uh, I was informed of this. So when the detective was there, I had said to him, she had asked him, I said, I don't think so because I didn't catch anything in his thing, would never cover for him. and. The detective just said, I don't think there's anything in his background. Like, I think he's whatever. So he went off that information. I don't know if he had run anything or why he said that, or if he just, you know, I just told him, I said, I don't think so. Like, I don't know if there's anything in, uh, in whatever. And he just said, no. And she said, okay, then I don't think I want to prosecute or whatever. So that is the truth. That's how that happened. You want to know an interesting backstory mm -hmm. or a, a tidbit? Sure. Uh, Stones ran background <clears throat> checks on everyone. I had to do a background check to do commentary. I had to get a license to do commentary at mm -hmm. Stones. And they did background checks on everyone and they still got a compromise system. So like you said previously, yeah. again, I've, they're gonna say I'm simping for you. No. But um, no. you can still do background checks on everyone and have clear background checks and st this kind of stuff could still be potentially compromised. Absolutely, and sometimes there's things that show up in different states, so it's not a perfect science. I don't, I don't, I don't back away from accountability at all, but that is just how it went down and everything happens happened really fast and this is where we're at and now she's prosecuting. And, and you know, I'm I mean, glad she, she hasn't I'm prosecuted she yet. We're waiting. No, no, she just made a statement, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I was disappointed. Listen, if let me just tell you this. If Brian never did anything related to this poker hand, and all he did was take chips. I want, he did that, he risked my integrity, my business by being associated with me and working for me. I don't have anything personally against Brian. I actually, could I tell you the truth that people, I'll probably get slaughtered for this. I'm a fucking softy and when I knew and I looked at his face and I knew he knew he was going to jail because I thought he was going to jail that day because I was prosecuting and I told him, you're going to jail like when you leave here like when you walk out that's what's happening i fucking almost started crying because this is still a person like but not to the point to where like 
I want him off or he's not going to take accountability. I'm just that person. I feel things. I felt horrible and I still was going to prosecute him. And of course, now that he did that, there was a part of me that was enraged that I wanted to punch his face in because of the position. I was like an emotional like roller coaster of how I felt about it because you can feel two things. Um, but not, it's not personal to me in this. It's personal to me, but I want him prosecuted because he did it and he risked the reputation of the show. He took money from somebody that didn't belong to him. He risked the reputation of like, he's got nothing coming. And I know he's going to watch this, but it, but that didn't mean that I didn't feel for a person that just fucked up their life. Um, so in regards to that, uh, Michael Gaspar says, who's paying for Brian's lawyer? No public defender in a civil matter and no charges filed. Retainers are expensive. Do you guys know yet who is lawyer, who his lawyer is, he meant to say, or who paid? Well, first of all, all it was was a public statement about a lawyer from Joey or somebody or a post that he said he's not coming on, he's going to get a lawyer. Nobody knows if he got a lawyer. I'm not in contact with him. I'm not going to communicate with him. I'm in the middle of an investigation. I'm not going to. I'm not going to communicate with him. I don't know if he got one, and I don't know how he could pay pay for one, or I don't know who's doing anything, and I don't even know if it's true. So who cares? In the sense that, like, we just can't answer that. Like, I'm not saying. I don't know. I I, I don't know if he even has one. Maybe that's just him saying that. Maybe he's got one. Maybe he's got mom or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. You got a real juicy one there or something? I'm trying to find juicy ones. Mm. I, will I will tell you this. This is something that you can know um, that you won't ask me because you won't think of it because you don't know it. Um, uh, Robbie texted me and said, where can I pick up the 15K? Because she saw my tweet. I never contacted her personally and said, we're going to pay it to you. I put it out there. I know she would read it. And I said, that's not going to work that way. You're not going to come in and just pick up 15K. I need to get with my attorney. She will contact you and you will pick it up from either her and you will sign that I gave it to you, meaning like I want it on the record and I don't want it just to be a handshake. And she comes in and I hand her three chocolate chips and I don't want to be involved in it. I'm not going to do the handoff. I'm not going to do it. We are going to pay with a company check. And the only reason we're doing that is because it's in good faith. You know, even though Brian worked for me, I don't owe her technically lawfully the 15K. But morally and ethically and in good faith, I offered it because um, I feel responsible for my employee who at the time came down and pulled that fucking shit. So, um, so she will get it through a, a, a legal means and it will be documented. Uh, Live Lucky 777. Mr. Nitucci, <clears throat> tell me why would... Air why I'm reading this like I know grammar I got it Who cares? Uh, tell me why would airball loan 150k plus to someone like rip who later on airball mentioned he doesn't know him well how do you justify that action and the relation between airball and rip how do I justify it or how does hey, he man, justify I'm it just that's just the, the question <clears throat> well first of all you'll have to ask Nick airball whoever that is why he would do that and how he justifies it I have no idea I could tell you this I wouldn't loan $150,000 to somebody I just met. And I also know that from what I understand, Nick Airball does loan people money in the game and he's very loose with that. But you will have to ask him. It is not from 
uh, us asking him to do it, encouraging him to do it. We have nothing to do with it. I think it's a bad move to loan that amount of money to anybody, if I'm being truthful with you. Um, and then there was like a last part of that question, which I forgot, which was, what was the last line? There was one more. Just read the last line. Of that oh, question. dude, I'm like, I've scrolled yeah, like I, I, so. Well, there was another part of it and I forgot. So sorry I didn't answer it. It's right above that God loves you. He offers you forgiveness for your <clears throat> sins. How do you justify that action in the relationship between Airball and Rip? I don't justify it. Look, I'm not. I'm there. Yeah. If I say to you, uh, "Hey, I know this has nothing to do with you, but I need to ask it," they're like, "You're shipping." No, so no, I'm you just like ask, trying ask, to no, verbatim ask. No, the I just needed to remember what it was. I don't justify it. I don't know anything about it. I know what Nick put out there. I don't know. He said they just met. He said he loaned him the money. Uh, you know, the, we'll, we're going to investigate everything. But I, I don't have any answer to that. I think that's ridiculous. If that's true. But, you know, Hustler Casino is done. She is shilling. The staff that has access to whole cards playing their games. Respect to Gare for speaking speaking out against these idiots. That's whatever, like, whatever yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay, good job. Yeah, good, I mean, good job, detective. Have it all figured out. They're mad at timestamps. Look, it came out literally five minutes after I woke up, and I was waiting You'll last get night the to get the timestamps. Who cares about that? I know they. You know those are the first comments. What the are you Italian? What are yeah. you, what are you, fungu? You think Polish don't people... I don't know. Forget about it. Vafangula. Mata <clears throat> fungu. See, you asked me to scroll back and then I... Um, and then Laws of Human Nature says, why does Veronica <clears throat> keep looking at the ground? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm signaling you. I don't know. That's so stupid. This is good and such, but can we get Veronica Brill bikini pick? You know, I like to do one pieces. Um, I don't blame you. I'm older, you know. Yeah, my belly's I, a little saggy. Yeah, when I go to a pool, I wear a one piece. I ain't fucking taking my shirt Dude, off. Dude, you have to wear a muumuu. Totally. Okay, so... <laughs> I, I love these. You're gonna love this. Matt Stone says, Veron Someone should tell Veronica that being a feminist is the reason she is single and alone in her 40s. Sorry, but guys will put you in the sex-only category. It's sad because she will probably be alone well into her 60s with no kids or grandkids. Oh my God. You know what, Matt Stone? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> if, hey, I was just going to say if this was an Olympic sport right there, there would be three Asians with tens up just sitting there right here. I three mean, Asians? <laughs> because usually at the Olympics, it is. I don't know why. They just hold the tens up. But uh, I think he kind of stuck the landing. But, you know, whatever. Okay. All right. So uh, we need to find one more and then I'm done with this because I feel like, look, we're trying to we're trying to get all your comments in. We want you guys to know that, like, we actually give a shit about refresh what you Refresh and see how many comments we have now and how many uh, uh, views. I can't. I no, just refresh. can't. I'm, I'm so deep into the abyss. Okay. Um, uh, oh, my God. Listening to Veronica so cringe. She acts as if she's so important. Always cutting people <clears throat> of speaking. Always cutting of people speaking. Well, I mean, you could attack their grammar, but their point is true. Um, G says, when are you playing on the show next? You or me? I don't know. That's all they said. If I play, it'll be this, it'll be Tuesday, but I don't know. I fell asleep the last Tuesday I played because I was so tired. I was like in a hand and I nodded off. Uh, Rob I'm Wells scared says the win boring. now, so. Okay, now we'll go to the newest comment. Hmm. Could you imagine if I play Tuesday and I win like a hundred ball? What pressure I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be Fan of uh, love li live life, 
fan of uh, Hustler Casino Live, but this podcast didn't help throwing Joey under the bus. Not a good look. We didn't fucking throw him under the bus. Calm down. Well, I want to say again. They like to turn <laughs> molehills into mountains. I want to say again, uh, I, I hope that it's fatigue on Joey's part because I know he's upset with me. I, I know by when he was showing our show and he was commenting, he looked really triggered by your mine and your take on a couple things. Um, he does, you know, he does run a show where he's doing and saying a lot of things. So I would have thought he could handle a little bit of pushback, especially when you preface it with how much you like him and that you're not trying to fight with him and you just want, you know, to go on the record to say that, you know, because those things that happened really, the, Joey and I had to have a talk after a couple things because I wasn't okay. And I don't know how he knew that. Oh, I might have sent him a text and I said something like a one word or two word and he realized I wasn't okay. And then he called me and we talked. And I was honest with him. I said, you know, I wasn't okay with how we interacted on your show about you coming out. I wasn't okay with maybe this. Like if we could say this, we should be allowed to like someone to say that or ask that. And so I was just honest with him. And we were good and we we're like, okay, man, like there's, you know, some tough conversation, but we like said, hey, at the end of this, you know, let's just make sure we're good, man. Like, you know, let's protect this. And so when I went on the show and that we aired today, you know, I, uh, I didn't think I didn't think he'd be that upset. I, I really didn't, and that's why I made the apology today. Not that I apologize for what I said, meaning like I didn't love the conversation I had with him and how he treated me on a show, and I didn't love that beans got cut off, and and those were like more important questions, and some of the other things were allowed. Like I still mean that, but I don't think that like Joey purposely tried to block information from beans. I don't think he purposely because he was tired like acted that way. For you know, we talked about it like. And, and here's the thing, you you asked me the question because I didn't know what you were gonna ask me. You asked that to me, you made it first question. It's not like I wanted it to lead or anything, but I didn't care, I just you know, I answered you as honestly as I could and I tried to be as politically correct in how, and to not offend him. And so it really bothers me that he's upset because I like Joey and I don't, you know, I don't wanna, I just don't want to beef with people that I like. And this is such a tough, fucked up situation that it's, I think it's just bringing out the worst in some instances, in some people, including myself, when, you know, I responded to the Kessler thing in defense of DGAF. That was just a blunder. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have. Um, yeah, I, shouldn't I, have I actually, I forgot about that. I want to ask you yeah, about your tweet towards yeah, it was a blunder. It Alan was, Kessler saying you're going to sue him. Yeah, I guess I didn't say I was going to sue him, but I alluded to the fact that I would fund it if, Billy wanted to listen. That was a mistake. Let me let me explain. Um, just like you know, I think like you know, maybe Joey might make something like do or say some things that maybe he would take back because he's tired or whatever. You know, I don't know. Um, just a tough situation. So the pressure got to me. It was later in the day. Um, I saw you know you know this, and we've had this talk many times. So let me just give a backstory. Alan Kessler goes onto the internet and he scrutinizes everything that's his right free speech he could do whatever he wants i i don't even care if this is at this point i don't even care if i say this is you right. got to hear the irony in what you're saying right yeah what you're saying free speech you believe I in know, free speech and then you want to sue someone no, for free speech. That's, but you got to let me get to that point okay. i don't want you to make it because when you make it then it's me agreeing with you i'd i'd like to be able to make it and have people know that it's a blunder versus like anyways whatever so it's I, I, I kind of already had a little bit of an, 
it, it some of the things he does antagonizes it, it it just the way he does it antagonizes me more than a normal person he antagonized i was kind of antagonized by him by some of the things earlier and me and you talked about that and i don't even care if this is politically correct maybe he's on the spectrum because i don't think he socially can understand and i should give him a pass for that and so he i wasn't the biggest fan then i went on joey's show and when I went on, they let Alan stay on. That's not Joey's fault. It's just the way it was. A lot of stuff was happening. And Alan got me at a tired moment, and I kept answering his question. And he would say, yeah, yeah, I get that. But, and then he would ask me the same question, like the same way. And, and, and it wasn't in question form. It was in accusatory form, in my opinion, okay? And I was low bandwidth. And, and I think I just, I kind of snapped on him and I got a little aggressive. And then I remember calling back in, I, I texted Joey and he said, let me come back on. And I said, you know, I don't like the way I acted. Uh, he got me, he got my goat. Um, I want to exit your show differently. And I want to apologize that I, that, I, that I got defensive because I acted defensive because I was frustrated. And so what a lot of people don't understand out there because they're out there on their end of it and they don't understand not that they I don't need any empathy or sympathy at all but I'm under an immense amount of pressure and I'm under immense amount of pressure from every angle and I'm getting hit with like my phone and this and this and I'm trying to run the investigation and I'm literally running wire to wire the second I wake up I am on and the second and these are long days and some of them you know, I'm only getting a couple hours of sleep because this is so important to move fast. And so I'm tired and I'm frustrated by some of the accusations, you know, whether free speech or not, I get it. And so Alan had every right to put up his post about Billy DGAF. Every right to, to your point that I wanted to make, that I was getting to is that it's, None of my business, really. Even though it's about someone I care about and about someone that works for me, he has every right to do that. I fucked up because I was really low bandwidth. I frustrated. I was frustrated with some of the things that are going on and some of the approaches. And I have every right to feel that way because I do think some of the approaches are weird the way they're done. There's so many situations that can be looked into before you blast it out and ruin someone's reputation. Because believe it or not, someone's reputation, um, you know, I'm not going to say who, but today in the after, after Double M's deal, I had somebody that works for me, I'm not going to say who, contact me today and, and the person, I won't say male or female, was bawling their eyes out because of an accusation against them that came out today literally bawling their eyes out and it makes me feel emotional even thinking about it because i understand the pressure everyone's under um and so for me it's just really tough so when i read that and i read it about someone that i think sh you know it has every right to be and i'm not crying my eyes are stinging from just they're just burning um they have every right to, and we look. Everyone's going to be investigated, Billy included. There's nobody that's off the table. I mean, every every angle is going to be looked at. Like everything I do for one employee, I'm going to do the next, and we're going to go through the processes. But in that particular case, what I said was, Billy, if you hire a legal team for defamation, I'll pay the bill. Shouldn't have done that. That is, it, it, to be honest with you. I didn't want to delete it because it was already out there, but I wanted to delete it after I came to my senses because if I'm being real honest, that makes it worse for Billy, not better. That actually makes it worse if 
because I'm not clear of anything. And for me to say that looks like I'm being defensive for somebody. Well, why would I do that? Well, it could be because I love the guy and I believe in him, which is the truth. But it also could be in someone else's mind that I want to defend him because I don't want them to find out about something because it could lead to something else, maybe me. So I understand how fucking stupid it was, but I did it. And it was a fucking mistake. And Alan has every right to say what he wants. It is free country, it is free speech, and everything should be investigated. So that was just a mistake. But here's the thing, I'm not perfect. And I'm never gonna be perfect. And nobody in this world is perfect. And the one quality that I have is that I will tell you when I'm wrong. And I will admit when I'm wrong, but when I'm right, I'll fucking dig in. But I was wrong there. And um, that's all I could say. That's just the truth. It seems as though based on a lot of the comments, no one gives a fuck what I think. But in this whole process, Mm -hmm. like I look at things different than you. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. And I look at everybody's process Mm -hmm. within this scenario as their own. And I, I try to appreciate people for their process. So like Joey Ingram has his own process for making content and I respect his process. I would never get the views that he's getting, even if I tried to repeat it, and I respect what he's doing. Yeah, me too. And I can, as a person who's living my own unique life, go on his podcast and feel a certain way, and still love him at the end of that interview. And I do adore him, I will never not adore him because of how much he's helped me in the past. Yeah. But I can still feel a certain way about going on an interview and being frustrated that I didn't get to ask Beans the questions that I wanted to. In the same way Alan Kessler, like I understand, I, I kind of get the way he is. I like him, I do like him. And like, I take the things that he says in an Alan Kessler way. Like he's trying to get to the bottom of it. I understand what he's trying to do. And I'm, I guess like, I understand where you're coming from because DGAF, this whole thing is becoming a witch hunt in some ways and everybody's like piling on everywhere they can. And and then it's your friend and then you're frustrated and everybody that I know Mm -hmm. hard vouches for DGAF. I don't don't really know the guy, but like typically if someone's in poker for 20 fucking years and they're a DGEN, everybody will call me and be like, this person's a piece of shit. You know, Mm -hmm. no one has said that. No. He has no history of that. So someone doesn't suddenly become a piece of shit after 20, 25 years in poker. No. So that's the, that's one thing. Like sometimes you have to trust the people within the community because the fucking community talks about everyone. I know. So I like, I get where Alan's coming from. Alan's trying to get to the bottom of it. And Alan is like super objective. He doesn't care who he bothers in the things that he says. And you just have to appreciate that. There's just people in the community that function a different way. Doug functions a different way. Joey functions a different way. I just, you know, I just try to take it all in and appreciate what everyone is doing. And I try to go, I try to like listen to the smart people in every arena. Like the, I want to listen to the smartest poker players and hear their thoughts and take those considerations in before I make a decision. Just like, I'm not going to like listen about physics to a non-physicist to like someone who's selling me herbs and tell me about physics like that's not their yeah that their way their opinion is not weighed as heavy as like neil degrasse tyson that's what i'm saying like that's just how i form it and it's a nothing burger what i think yeah let me ask you this question although i'm the one being asked me yeah i have one question uh i don't know i know that 
I know that Joey's upset with me. We just, that's what we're talking about. I know he's upset with me. I know he is. I, you're I, like, stop. I think, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think you're very sensitive. I am, but I know he is because I called him and I talked to him and I heard his tone today. But he's also very tired. I like, understand. This has been very, a long ordeal. I, I get that. That's why I said that. But I'm not talking for him. He might be. Okay. This is where the people think you cut me off. So, <laughs> so, um, all that's true. So we know, I know that he is trying to figure out after he gets the rest how he feels about this or me. I know he was unhappy. I could tell by his demeanor when he was playing our show. That's why I called him. I texted him and I said, hey, you know, I think I left him a voice text and said, hey, are you, you know, are you upset with me? If you are, I'm sorry. Like, I, I want to talk about it. He didn't call me back. Then I finally decided to call him back again. He picked up and I could just tell by his tone he's exhausted. And he was like, couldn't even answer me if he was mad at me. Right? He's like, I don't know. I just got to like, I don't know. But my question to you is, because you obviously know that I'm sensitive about that and I care what Joey thinks and I don't want to not be good with him. And not because of this investigation. He's going to do, like, I know Joey will do whatever he wants to do regardless of how close we are. So I don't think it's like plus EV for me to be good with Joey. Joey's going to be do his thing regardless fairly. I, I get that. I only care because I don't want to, like, I like him. And so that bothers me because I care about people. So, but my question to you is, you were just as like uh, adamant about the point about that interview and you weren't happy about it and you verbalized that on our show. So we don't know, right? And I know you feel differently, like you don't really care because you'll figure it out. But if he's- No, I care about, I yeah. care about what Joey thinks yeah, so about if me. He's upset, yeah, so if he's upset with you as much as he is with me, or if he is, how do you feel about that? So look, I care if Joey, like I genuinely like Joey as a person. I would care if he was mad at me in this moment. But I look at things like, if he's mad at me for my response to me feeling a certain way, first of all, he has to be open to criticism. Right. He's running a 12 hour live stream. If I come on his live stream and I'm upset about a moment in that live stream, it doesn't mean I hate him. It doesn't mean that I think what he's doing is terrible. And I, I know Joey's intelligent and I know that he, I'm assuming he would know that if he's upset, it would just be about that moment because he knows me as a person and I've had, I've spent time with him hmm. outside of like live streaming well, and social media. you may have more experience with him so he may feel different about And I, I think really highly of him and he knows that I do. Yeah. I've made that very clear. It's, it's kind of like if Doug Polk made a video and I was upset about the video and I messaged him like, hey, this really hurt me because of this, 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 even though his videos are never about me. And that's, I'm just making a point. It's an example. Um, he would, I'm sure he would know that I still respect him. I hold him in high regard. But like that moment doesn't define the entire yeah, entity no, of our interactions. Do you think he'll feel that way about you and me? Do you think it's a temporary... Joey? Yeah, a temporary just... My honest, yeah. my honest perspective of this whole thing is Joey has a process and I respect Joey's process and um, it, whatever that is, like, I think that he's done this long enough to not take everything personal and he knows that I respect him and he knows that I love his podcast and I'm a mod in there and like, I I honestly would be so blown away if he just decided like he fucking hates me because I said I was frustrated in one yeah. part of his yeah. podcast. I'm sure he wouldn't. My Here's my next question to you then. Knowing that he runs this type of business like where he's in it and, and you just said it, he just 
can't be defensive or or whatever like what'd you say no sensitive? i didn't say no, he can't be not defensive. defensive what was the word you just said he shouldn't be what just now i'm tired i'm just saying i'm tired too yeah i think you said he shouldn't be um upset no or i he, just oh he has to take criticism he no he doesn't have to take criticism whatever you but just he will be criticized what did you just say that's what whatever it was like i'm trying he, to repeat he can't that. expect to not take any criticism that's what it i'm was. a human okay. i'm going to feel okay. a certain so ways so you said that right. so my que that's what i believe me i just couldn't remember his, his feelings are valid but so are mine right so my question to you is in this case with what you said and i said and i was as careful as i was prefacing it do you think he should be upset knowing that this is the position he's put himself into and there's going to be some pushback like do you think he should be well, it's hard for me to answer that because okay. joey's perspective is not mine because okay. it, it's hard because from my perspective i see it as an objective like the way i felt in that moment and i said what i did and I know that I meant no malice towards him Same. and I would assume that he like shouldn't be long-term offended if Good. he is. Yeah, I just wondering what you thought That's about. That's all. Yeah, cuz I meant no malice either. So, okay, I think we've exhausted enough on that unless you have it something is, else for me. It is okay to have feelings of like maybe being frustrated or not happy when you're friends with someone or you're cl a close acquaintances or whatever it is okay to feel that way and then still continue to have a relationship afterwards and resolve that i agree this is there there can't be a world where i'm like joey ingram is a hundred percent right all the time sim yeah. sim 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 i have to be allowed to have a feeling you. about me no being i agree a, with yeah. you and i hope that is the case with both of us but i do simp and love joey good what uh <laughs> do you have any more questions no i think we're good okay so that's this this is the extended version of our show for the first three hour pod we put out and we uh, I, would, I would like to get back to more fun next time and oh more interviews God. and this fun. This sucks. A big yeah, fat Yeah, this sucks. One. A big fat wiener. Yeah, it's horrible. When was the last time? No. What's the last time I sucked a big fat wiener? Long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah you miss it, it, don't you? Well, just fine miss it. <laughs> so stupid. I'm sure they'll have fun with that. Hey, if that'll distract them from all this, then guys run with that. Anyways, this is the Nick Fertucci Show with Veronica Brill. I'm actually going to say your name because it's not one of our fun shows. I am Nick Fertucci, and thanks for watching and listening to Envy Out.